Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Hello, Haley. Hello, Spooky Babes. <laughs> hello, Catherine. And hello, Spooky Babes. Haley, how was your week? How was your how was your month? I feel like I haven't seen you for a while because we had to skip last week. So we haven't like recorded in a week. A week. <laughs> a week and a half, technically. Right. Because you had family coming in and they were more important than me, I know. Um, but it's good. It's good to be back. Yeah, you guys those. don't know that we were not together for over a week, but we know we were not together for over oh my God, a week. It was awful. <laughs> we were having withdrawals. We were having like text each other. Calls you every day after work, but then ignores me because she's with family. I'm sorry. Oh man, <laughs> the betrayal. <laughs> but I mean, I've just been working. Yeah. Living life. Same. Breathing. Fortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. How have you been? Oh. You you didn't answer. You only asked me. (laughs) How have you been, Catherine? Uh, I mean, fine. Just working. Living life. Yeah. Living the the dream. dream. Yeah. Living the dream. (laughs) Just wiling and dialing. (laughs) I used to work at a call center, and so whenever anyone was like, hey, how are you? And I would be like, wiling and dialing and living the dream. How are you doing? And they immediately were like, this girl is... It depends on how, how mad they were when they were calling. Yikes. So, Haley, what are we talking about today? So, this week... I don't is... have to do anything. I know. I love how we each have a week where we don't have to do anything. hmm Today we are going to be talking about a movie that I enjoy. It is horror movie week, as we like to call it. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess technically this movie is considered horror slash thriller. I don't know. It I I think it's more underrated a little bit. It's not as underrated as Terrifier, obviously. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have I haven't heard many people talk about this movie. But we're going to be talking about. Hide and Seek came out. I know it sounds spooky, right? It does sound spooky. Um, so it came out in 2005. Okay. Stars Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Love him. Love him. And Dakota Fanning. Indifferent about her. I love her. But she, put, like, she's creepy. She's she so is creepy. a creepy, wide-eyed, little pale girl. <laughs> like, oh my lord. But, so, movie came out in 2005. Dakota Fanning plays Emily. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro plays David. This is the synopsis that the website gives me, right? 
Following the suicide of his wife, psychologist David Calloway decides to take his daughter Emily away from New York City to a house in the country for a fresh start. Unfortunately, Emily too grief-stricken to really appreciate her new surroundings and hasn't made any friends, except for Charlie, who is imaginary. When Charlie begins to harbor resentment towards David, an already bad situation gets worse. And boy, does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Catherine. Haley. We watched this movie. We did. Your Catherine's quick 10-second synopsis. Okay. <laughs> Let me prepare for this. I'm not going to speak in full sentences. <laughs> okay. I've made the personal choice not to speak in full sentences during my synopsis. Because I'll reveal something that we aren't going to reveal till mm, later or at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Father. Daughter. Dead mom. <laughs> okay. Cat. New house. Charlie. Mean. <laughs> bad things. More bad things. <laughs> Just more bad Surprise. things. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> The end. <laughs> Love that. Okay, what's your review of it? Like, did you like the movie? I was trying to figure it out myself, the whole movie, which is what I do with okay. especially, like, thrillers and those kinds of movies. I was very surprised at the end. I mean, in a good way. I was... I looked back at you and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so... I did like the fact that there was a fun twist. Like, yeah, yeah. The, all those ones that shows you, it shows you at the very end, and you're just like, oh my gosh, how did I not see it the whole time? Anyway, so I think that if I had to give it a rating out of 10, I would give it a 6.5. Are you serious? 6.5? 6.5. Well... You and a bunch of other critics agree because they got six out of ten on nice. <laughs> When you said six, I was like, "You can I, be a film critic." I am a film critic. I think we all. I are. got a podcast about movies. Oh, true. true but true. here's the thing: I was gonna say seven, but I gave it a six point five just because it was like it felt slow. slow. It was like two hours, and it could have been an hour and a half. When I was reading, like, the quick... Even though we watched it, I was reading the, like, Wikipedia about it. Mm -hmm. It literally was, like, two paragraphs. Oh, my god. Like, gosh. real quick. <laughs> and I'm just, like... They didn't talk about, like, none of this. Yeah. So I was just, like... Also, it has, like, really creepy moments that I didn't feel like I liked. Like, the neighbor. Oh, the neighbor guy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And what... Uh, the neighbor guy and then the realtor guy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, like, a lot of it wasn't even explained. Of why they were so creepy. Well, okay. Why did he drop the keys off in the middle of the night? Okay, that one... He... Okay, so when he dropped the keys off, he did say that him and his wife were going, like, right. overnight or whatever, and he had just remembered. So that one, I can... It's still a little weird, but I'm pretty sure they purposely made it weird mm -hmm. for us, the viewer, to mm -hmm. think, oh, right. this might be Charlie. This might right. be... Yeah. But yeah, they definitely wanted you to think that everyone else was Charlie, but the person. But who the was who Charlie. was Charlie? Yeah. So at least on the movie tag, so you know how like movie posters or DVDs they have like a tagline. Mm -hmm. So the tagline for this movie is called. It says, "Come out, come out, whatever you are." Oh. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, okay. Because, like, through the whole movie, you think, is it a ghost? Is right. it, like, like a demon yeah, or something? Because it's, it's portrayed as this, like... Entity of some sort. Well, like, it's like a, an imaginary friend. And often when kids have imaginary friends in, like, scary movies, it's usually, like, a... A demon. A demon or a ghost. Like, her mom just died, so, like, was it her mom? Those kinds of things. Right. It would make sense. Her seeking revenge. Right. Mm. Oh. But. <laughs> Oops. Can't say that. Now everyone knows. It wasn't a suicide? Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> it was murder. <laughs> okay. So in the movie we have Emily and David. Mm-hmm. Dad and daughter. Mm-hmm. The wife supposedly committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Move away. To this little town. Emily, rebellious little nine-year-old. The dad makes himself at home, you know, in his little study with his Mm -hmm. diary, taking notes. Are we going to give spoilers? (laughs) Yeah. Major spoiler alert. Go watch it before you listen to the rest of the podcast if you don't want to be spoiled. Right. If you don't care, then just keep listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's a psychologist. He's he's basically studying his daughter because of her behavior and everything and the grief of losing her mom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which, by the way, <laughs> don't do that. If you're a family member and you're a psychologist, keep it keep a distance. Make, make right. the professional boundary. Don't try to diagnose your family member. You're too close to the subject. Exactly. That's not how you do it. And mm-hmm. that's not how... It, professionally how you work as a psychologist or psychiatrist well i mean in the movie she did have her own psychiatrist i know but her name was Catherine. her (laughs) name was Catherine, by the way she lived in new york though i know and they lived like i mean they they still lived in new york yeah but it was remote yeah it was like a population of like 2500 something like that so a really small town i'm pretty sure they only had one neighbor (laughs) Yeah, they did. Yeah. They only had the one creepy couple. Family neighbor. Yeah. So they get to the house and everything, the creepy realtor guy and the sheriff. I don't know why the sheriff was there. <laughs> I don't either. That's why I was like, when I, when, it, when we were first watching it, I was like, why is the sheriff even there? Does he have like a key to everyone's house? Because <laughs> it's so small. It's so, yeah. It's so small. They just, that's how they investigate. Right. <laughs> I mean, possibly. But, yeah. That's not real. I can't be. <laughs> no. That's an invasion of privacy, for sure. I think that the reason the co- that the sheriff was there was so that we knew who he was when he came back at the end of the movie. We didn't see him for the rest of the movie, basically. That, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah. So, we get the keys. Everyone's adjusting to life there, except Emily, obviously. And David meets this girl, Elizabeth, who has a daughter named Amy, who is the same age as Emily. And he thinks it's a good idea, you know, play date and everything. By this point, forgot to mention, by this point, Emily has already met Charlie. Mm-hmm. And we have been introduced to Charlie as a character. We just don't know who he is, obviously. Right, she just him. mentions Charlie, and she you can see after she does meet Charlie, she's become a lot happier and more, like, intrigued with living there. Mm-hmm. And then Amy comes in for the play date. Emily basically tears up her doll. Mm-hmm. And then Amy's like, you know what? Screw this little girl. I don't want to be friends with this crazy girl. <laughs> I'm out, pretty much. <laughs> She's like, mm-mm, this is bitch crazy. Yeah. And, and Amy was very right. 
Uh huh. <laughs> Good for Amy. <laughs> Amy was so sweet. Like she wasn't like rude at all. No. And then um, if I was a kid, I would just been like, okay, okay, okay what are we gonna play now? <laughs> <laughs> just stays there because they feel like they're obligated. <laughs> I have to wait for my mom to be done with her fucking date. True. Gross. So, so David and Elizabeth become like love interests. Low key, I guess. Elizabeth eventually does come over for dinner. And Emily is dressed like an adult. <laughs> In her dead mom's clothes. Oh yeah. In her, yeah. In and her. jewelry. And makeup. They're having a nice little dinner. And Elizabeth gives Emily some gifts, you know, some books to catch up with school. Mm-hmm. And she just starts being a little brat and throwing the shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. And she basically gets angry with Elizabeth because Charlie doesn't like Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Because Charlie doesn't like David and doesn't want to see him happy. Right. And then she, Emily's upset because she thinks her daddy loves Elizabeth as much as her mom. Everyone in the dead parent club knows what this child is going through, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, I mean, relatable, but, you know, it's whatever. Thankfully, Charlie didn't happen in our families. Oh, that's so true. Oh, my God. That'd be scary. But, so yeah, Emily basically doesn't like Elizabeth. And she just messes up dinner for everybody. And she throws this threat out saying, hopefully you don't end up like my mom. Yeah. And I was... That was our first clue. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, the whole movie, you don't know who Charlie is. Like Mm -hmm. I said, you're not sure if it's an entity or if it's an actual living person. You You think that it could be the daughter. Right. You think it could be the realtor creepy guy? The neighbor? The neighbor. Okay, we'll talk about the neighbor now. The reason why he was so... Well, they were so creepy. So, their daughter died of cancer. And the daughter looks exactly like Emily. So, the dad basically grew attached to her. And and he always wanted to be around her and everything. Little clues for the spoiler happened throughout the whole movie so david David. the psychologist the dad every morning every early morning he wakes up at 206 Mm a.m so david found his wife in the bathtub around 206 a.m so that's the whole significance of that like in a cold sweat Mm -hmm. and then there's always this glow coming from the bathroom and at first it was just a note on the wall Mm -hmm. written in red and then he was like, he thought Emily did it. Right. Just, you know, childish games, whatever. Right. Then, <laughs> I'm going to mention it. Okay. Trigger warning. <laughs> we cannot, next movie cannot have one of these scenes. <laughs> it won't. So, they had a cat. Fluffy McFlufferton. I don't know what his name was. I named him Fluffy McFlufferton. <laughs> don't name it, it makes it worse. <laughs> So, the turning point for David that makes him scared of his own daughter, mm-hmm. because he thought the first bathroom note was his daughter and mm-hmm. just wrote it off as, like, childish games. One of the following nights, yeah. he wakes up again at 2.06 in the morning, right. and the note says, look what you made me do. Yeah. And it's a bathtub full of water, candles and everything, just like the wife. Mm-hmm. 
he goes to undrain the bathtub and he pulls out their cat. Sad moment, yes. So the dad is now looking at his daughter like a fucking monster at this point. Right. And thinks that she's psycho crazy because every person, not even a psychologist, every person knows that a serial killer starts out with killing animals. Every time. Every time. Every fucking time. Honestly, the the prop cat that they used, it didn't even it wasn't it even the same even color. It didn't even look like a cat. It wasn't the same color and it didn't look like a cat either. So <laughs> Yeah, no. And we didn't see it happen, so that's a good thing. That would have made it worse. <laughs> anyway. So then he starts to think his daughter's a psycho murderer, right? yeah, murderer. She just constantly is always saying, Charlie, Charlie did this, Charlie did that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't believe her. Then we have Elizabeth show up late at night and she, you know, knock, knock, knock. No one answered the door. She just waltzes right in the door mm-hmm. and it flashes to David. He always had his headphones on, mm-hmm. writing in his journal mm-hmm. about his daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up, Elizabeth goes upstairs to Emily's room and she's playing and then she tells Elizabeth to find Charlie. Mm-hmm. And the camera is, like, inside the closet. Mm-hmm. And then all... Next thing you know, like, Elizabeth's like, Charlie, come out, Charlie, wherever you are. Like, it's a game. And then busts out the, the closet. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth just goes flying out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Dead. Dead. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> next thing you know, David wakes up at 2.06 in the morning. Right. And we're like, what the fuck? And then he's confused, because... Mm-hmm. There's just a broken window. Yeah, in and, his daughter's room. In his daughter's room, and there's debris everywhere on the floor. No body, though. Yeah. And at this point, Emily's starting to realize Charlie's a bad person. Smart, Emily. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Took you long enough. <laughs> yeah. Emily's realizing that Charlie's not a good guy. Right. David is, like, freaking out. My daughter, like, what is going on? Right. And then the sheriff shows up, and... Basically, sees the debris, asks what happened. David has no idea. Mm-hmm. And he, the sheriff's investigating Elizabeth's disappearance because mm-hmm. her daughter, Amy, mm-hmm. had mentioned that she was going to be coming to see David and Emily. Right. And David was like, I've never seen her. Like, she never showed up here. I don't know. Because, honestly, he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't, he, yeah. Yeah. Technically, he does not know. Right. And then the sheriff wants to interview Emily. Emily goes away. And David basically refuses. You can't talk to my daughter. And then the sheriff leaves. And then David starts, like, hammering Emily mm-hmm. on, like, what happened. Like, right. what what is going on? And for some reason, it's, like, it's 2.06 again. And he sees the light from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he goes in there. And Elizabeth's in there. Mm-hmm. Her body. Mm-hmm. David breaks down. And is like, holy shit, my daughter is a, like, or he, I don't know if he thinks it's her anymore at this point, but he's, he. There's a murderer somewhere. Right. And he, he's like, did you have any part of this? Like, he's yelling at her. And she's just saying, it was Charlie, it was Charlie. Like, she's freaking out, like, having mental breakdowns. (laughs) So then David, last resort, nothing he can really do because he can't call the sheriff back, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, he could. I mean, yeah, but that looks bad. (laughs) That looks really bad on all of them. 
he goes and buries Elizabeth's body, mm-hmm. just like you did the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fluffer. <laughs> and that was that. Mm-hmm. So it's like super rainy, super dark. Mm-hmm. He's burying Elizabeth's body, and then that creepy neighbor guy mm-hmm. that's obsessed with Emily because looks like his dead daughter. He was like, "I need to see her." Because um, I think that the neighbor thought that. David had killed Emily and buried her. Cause oh, I don't think good that, point. I don't think that he knew anything about Elizabeth missing or anything, but I think that he wanted to see Emily because he thought that he had just buried her outside. Maybe. Yeah, that is kind of suspicious. Right. Coming up on your neighbor and yeah, yeah don't see your daughter, does, doesn't see the daughter anymore. Right. Yeah. Anyway, David thinks that the neighbor is Charlie. Charlie. Right. And he's like, you sick. Spoiler alert. He's not. <laughs> he's not. He was like, you sick fuck. Da, 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 da. Like, stay away from my daughter. No. And he also has a kitchen knife. I don't know where he got the kitchen knife from. Like, when he's buried. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he, <laughs> like, slashes the neighbor and everything. And right. he locks the door. And he runs up to Emily. And she's crying. And she's holding up the alarm clock because it's two oh six a.m. Mm-hmm. And she's basically begging him to not let her see Charlie. Yeah. And he is like, "I'm sorry, baby. I didn't believe you. Like, I won't. I won't let him see you, ever." Because he thinks it was a neighbor. Right. They go downstairs. His study, that he was always in. Right. All the time. Yep. When things happened. Everything unpacked. Everything. Yeah. Every everything set up. Mm-hmm. It's all in boxes. Everything. Everything's in boxes. Nothing was ever taken out. And this is, spoiler, when you realize (laughs) David has multiple personality disorder. And Charlie was this personality that that David created to handle the rage Mm -hmm. that he had towards his wife. Because at a New Year's Eve party, the night that she died, Mm -hmm. David caught his wife with another guy. Right. I feel like I just watched the movie all over again. I know, it's like, <gasps> it's like oh my gosh, it's David. <laughs> so basically, Charlie was created by David to basically s- suppress and be able to deal with all that. Right. And he ended up murdering his wife, mm-hmm. and or Charlie ended up murdering her, technically. Yeah. And yeah, and then put her in the Stage bathtub. Stage does a suicide. Yeah, Stage does a suicide. And until... Now, David had no idea, like, about any of this. Yeah. But... He apparently was blacking out. Yeah. He yeah, thought he, basically he was in Yeah. So, the reason why Emily really liked Charlie was, like, she knew it was her dad, like, mm-hmm. the whole time. And she knew one of the personalities killed her mom. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know which one. Mm-hmm. So, she didn't want to say anything until she found out which one it was. Mm-hmm. And then when she realized it was Charlie, that's when she, like, started freaking out and was like, I don't want to play with Charlie anymore. And, right. And then when David did finally realize who Charlie, that he was Charlie, Emily was like, do you see now, Daddy? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's what all those little messages meant in the bathroom because right. it was always like, do you see now? Yeah. Because he was always asking, who's Charlie? Right. It's you. Right. So. And he had all the flashbacks of him. Yeah, doing all like, the stuff. Yeah, as soon as, like, he saw that, he got all the flashbacks, and then, or we technically got all the flashbacks, right. and we were shown that he killed his wife, mm-hmm. and he found her cheating, mm-hmm. and 
And then he was fully consumed by Charlie, and David was no longer there anymore. Right. So then Charlie is now trying to kill Emily at this point. Right. And then Catherine. Do you remember Catherine? Yes. The therapist lady. So the she perfect had one, because her name's per- Catherine. Oh, my God. So she had made a visit prior mm-hmm. to, um, to this whole situation, and she recommended that Emily comes back with her to New York City to mm-hmm. be evaluated. Um, so she, Emily had called her mm-hmm. because of Charlie and she was scared of Charlie now. So she made a trip out there that night when mm-hmm. all this was going down. And the sheriff also showed up because the neighbor called the right. sheriff because he got cut, you know. Right. Assault. <laughs> <laughs> so the sheriff shows up and <laughs> the sheriff shows up. It's dark. Mm-hmm. There's no one there. There's no power. The phone lines have been cut. Everything. Yeah. He goes upstairs. He finds Emily on the ground coloring. Yeah. A picture of him, the sheriff, lying in a pool of blood. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what are you drawing there? And she just looks up at him with this dead look in his in her face and says, you. <laughs> and says, you. Dying. And then light goes out. Yeah. And then he turns his flashlight on and she's gone. And then we're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) And he can't find Emily. And then all of a sudden, Charlie comes out with a fucking shovel and just beats him. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Guess what? He died. (laughs) He did. He did die. Um, Then Catherine shows up. Mm -hmm. And she... Finds Emily there in this little scuffle between Charlie and everything. And then they finally get out and they go into this nearby little... It was a weird, like, cave with, like, filled with water. I don't even know, like, what it was. It was just on the property. And Charlie tries to play David. Like, Uh he's a changed man. Like, Charlie's gone, whatever. And Catherine doesn't fall for it, obviously. She's right. smart. Right. And she's also a psychologist. Right. She's smart and beautiful like some other Catherine that we know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you right, though. <laughs> and Catherine basically shoots him because he said David is no longer here. Mm-hmm. So she assumed, So she's just like, yep, there's no hope for him. And then bang, bang, kills him. Rolls credits. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> basically, though. <laughs> so... I, I only want to mention the ending because there's a fun fact. So, it ends with Emily living with Catherine in New York City. Mm-hmm. And Emily's drawing a picture. And at first, like, you see the image and it's just, like, a normal picture mm-hmm. of um her of her and Catherine, like, a stick figure. like, yeah. all happy. Catherine's taking Emily to school. They leave and then the camera pans down to the picture. And Emily's stick figure now has two heads. Yeah. And then it start, credits start rolling, and then we're like, "Oh shit, she oh, has, shit. she has two personalities too." <laughs> but yeah, I do like that ending. That was the ending for the U.S. theatrical release. Mm-hmm. But there was fun facts with Haley. <laughs> fun fact: there's five endings. There's five alternate endings to this movie. So after the pew, and then like after the pew. Yeah. Okay. So basically that last little bit, yeah. there's five different endings to that. 
Okay, so obviously the first one is the one we saw, Do which it. is the, the theatrical ending. The second one, it's basically the same, but there is no two heads on the drawing. Okay, boring. Boring, yeah. It's, it was called the happy drawing ending. <laughs> then there's the one final game ending, which I was like, this one would, sounds dope. Okay, so in this ending, Emily is shown in a, what looks like a room. Uh-huh. And it looks like a new apartment bedroom. And you remember how the mom was acting towards Emily in the beginning? Like, you mm-hmm. know, telling her goodnight and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what Catherine was doing. So it was like mirroring the mom. And then Catherine basically kisses her goodnight. Mm-hmm. And she starts to leave. And Emily says, can you leave the door open? And Catherine says, no, I can't. And when the door shuts, you see a protected, like, window show up. Uh on camera and the next scene is of Catherine locking the door from the outside revealing that this assumed apartment bedroom is actually a hospital room in a children's psychiatric ward and then it shows Emily Emily gets out of her bed and does a hide and seek countdown and as she nears the closet and opens and she smiles at her own reflection in the mirror that would have been dope. I know! I was like, oh, that, that sounds been, so good. That would have been so creepy and so good. Right? And oh then, my gosh. Okay, then the next ending was, it's called Emily's Fate. Okay. This one was the international theatrical ending. Okay. But it's basically the same as the one, the, the previous one, the final game, so where mm-hmm. she's in the psychiatric ward, but it doesn't have the, the countdown part where she's saying, like, oh. I'm going to find you, like, right. hide and seek. It just shows her sit and look into a mirror and smile. Okay. At her reflection. Not as creepy, but... Mm, yeah. I was... And then the final ending is called Life with Catherine. And it's just Emily and Catherine in a house. Mm-hmm. And Catherine shuts the door, and Emily gets out of bed and tries to play hide and seek with her own reflection. That's it. Oh. So... Kind of, they're all kind of similar in certain ways. Right. But there was just, like, the two, like, main ones. So the one that we saw and the one where, like, it's revealed she's in a psych ward. Right. I really liked that one. I was like, ooh, that would have been a good, that would have been a good one. Because that would have been, like, a bonus twist. Right. Know, like. <laughs> like, right after that, just be like, bam, another twist. Right. But I feel like movies back in the early 2000s had a lot of alternate endings. Yeah. Like, if I thought about it. I think that a lot more movies that than you know have a lot of alternate end- endings. Because sometimes they don't know how they want to end it. It's crazy. But um, if I had secret endings on a movie that I made, I would put it on the DVD. But no one buys any DVDs anymore, so... That's true. That's another thing, is that I bet you that if you bought this DVD, you'd be able to see all the theatrical versions. Or all the different endings. But like, I don't I don't watch DVDs anymore. I only ever watch it like streaming. Right. And so you lose all the bonus the content bonus that you could have gotten. Stuff. Yeah. Like alternate I'm, endings. I mean commentary. I did I I did or I still have this movie on D V D and I do remember the alternate endings like being on there mm-hmm. now that I think about it. But yeah. I remember always it was always horror movies. I loved going to the bonus features and seeing the alternate endings and mm-hmm. I feel like they always had them. Yeah. So that was basically the movie, obviously, uh, directed by John Polson. 
the budget for the movie was twenty five million. I know. I love twenty five million. Yeah, twenty five million dollars oh was the goodness. budget. It made in the box office one hundred and twenty seven point four million dollars. Damn. Mhm. And then it was to the movie business. <laughs> like a gamble every time. I know. <laughs> and then my last little. My last little fun fact. Fun fact, crazy. <laughs> it did win a f- two awards that I could see at least for MTV Movie Awards, best frightened performance. Oh, Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Fanning. Yeah, Fanning. Dakota Fanning won. She was so good. Like she was for nine years old. Yeah, she's great. And then a uh, Golden Trailer Award. It got best horror. Oh wow! So in two thousand five. So I was like, oh. Okay. That's cool. I don't even know what other movies came out in 2005, but... <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what movies came out last year, or the year before, <laughs> or true. the year before. Last week. Today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was great. Yeah. It was a great movie. It was a good movie. If you guys want to watch it, you can only watch it by renting it on YouTube. Unless you own it. Unless you own well, it. Well, no, it was also on Hulu, but you have to have the stars add-on. Oh, yeah. If you have the stars add-on... Guess what? You're in luck, kid. You're in luck, kid. Um, <laughs> so, next week, we are, for Spooky Supernatural Week, we're going to talk about the Mandela Effect, which I th- I, I'm obsessed with the Mandela Effect. Mm-hmm. The uh, whole, everything about it. Me too. I'm always looking for new Mandela Effects. It's just crazy. Fruit Loops? Ooh. <laughs> the Bearstein Bears? So, we're going to talk about Mandela Effects. And all that jazz. We're going to debate on if we think it's real or not. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so, Spooky Babes, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter, For the Ghouls, and on Instagram and Facebook, Saturday or For the Ghouls. And you can chat with us there. Tell us your favorite Mandela effect if you have one. So, Haley, do you have anything to tell the Spooky Babe that you love them or... I appreciate all your little black spooky hearts. Your black spooky hearts. Just like ours. Yeah. Because, let's be real, if you're listening to this, you definitely, <laughs> you definitely, <laughs> you definitely got the black heart of gold. Black heart of gold. There we go. <laughs> the black heart dipped in gold. <laughs> Alright, well, spooky babes, while you lay your head down to sleep tonight, after you've watched Hide and Seek, we will see you in your nightmares.